Alright, I think we're live. What's going on, people? Welcome back to DFG Podcast. If you're here for the first time, this is Drama Free Gaming over on YouTube. And uh, yeah, appreciate you being here. If you're just discovering the channel for the first time, it's just me and time. That's X E N D X E I M E X. And uh, yeah, I'm your laid back, chill. Uh, podcasting, streaming, uh, average guy, gamer, uh, just chilling, just having a good time. And uh, yeah, I decided to grab the mic after uh, going back and forth here on my own for a little bit and uh, deciding whether or not I was going to do a podcast. Uh, as I've mentioned here a couple of times already, DFG podcast could be found at anchor.fm. Go check us out there. We're on other platforms as well. Uh, Spotify. I believe we're already on Apple Podcast uh, and other platforms. Uh, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast. Check us out. We're there. We're available. I'm just going to reach over here and see if I can get my uh, things here working. Let's see. And uh, the other night I was streaming and just uh getting some things off of my chest needed just to chat with you guys and to be honest uh like i've hinted here before i've said clearly i shouldn't say hint uh you know this is just a passion for me meaning that i game just to uh kind of not even disconnect but try to try to reconnect try to gather my thoughts um you know and uh just go about my business and sometimes just chatting it up uh even though i'm usually here with my co-host my brother from another mother that's jay know him also as dark dad 99 go check him out on mixer.com forward slash dark dad 99 uh, i'm also on mixer and i haven't gotten out of love on mixer even though i started off on mixer and the reason i know if I devoted my time more to uh, being there, but you know, when I do stream, when I do game, uh, when I do play, uh, I try to go both on YouTube and Mixer. So we're uh, simultaneously recording streaming to both. So it is what it is people. So, but I got you here this evening to just, uh, like I said, just chat. I'm trying out some new equipment here. Hopefully I don't get, oh, I'm gonna get blown up quick. Yes. I forgot I had new gear on. Just uh, to chill, to chat for a little bit. And um, you know, just let you know what's going on in my world. Uh, I don't know if that'll be even remotely, uh, what am I doing here, man? Remotely uh, interesting to you. But uh, I always start off by saying or asking, what have we been playing? Hopefully you guys have had some time in your schedule uh, to play. Uh, hopefully something you're enjoying. I don't play by compulsion, meaning I'm not just going to go with, you know, whatever's popular, etc., etc. Wow, these guys is killing me. I'm still not used to my gear. If you're watching this, you'll understand. I'm getting wrecked. Uh, but if you're hearing this on the podcast, on the audio, it's all good. 
um yeah so that's one of the things one of the rules that i have for myself is that i won't play anything just because it's quote unquote the cool game or popular uh i play what i want on whatever system i want and i'm fortunate blessed to be able to have uh now in my older age the ability to uh, buy my own games and have my own systems and i enjoy gaming it's my hobby it's what i do it's my pastime and so uh there you go <laughs> enough about that what have i been playing uh i've been playing and i just finished up uh ratchet and clank for the ps4 last night as a matter of fact and uh, have fun i had played it before uh and never finished it and was able to uh knock that out and so i rolled the credits on that game had a lot of fun and like i said i continued playing it it was about i think a good 10 15 hours i didn't get sidetracked sometimes i get sidetracked in games you know when there's like extra stuff to do and i think that they put that in games again just so that you know there's there's filler and you could um you know extend the life of a game which is cool but i have seen some reviews oh wow i have seen some reviews on the game uh, and i actually was motivated to pick it up and start playing it again uh, after seeing the playstation 5 uh, reveal which was pretty cool and the biggest thing there uh, which I'm gonna get into here and that's gonna be the main topic the uh, probably the entire podcast is gonna be based on that but before I get ahead of myself uh, knocked out Ratchet and Clank I think it's about a 15 hour game from start to finish which is not bad maybe less I took my time um whatchamacallit it was fun and i had a good time pretty straightforward sometimes i just like playing games like that and i start realizing that i kind of appreciate games that are straightforward um again we're talking about the extra content to extend the game and you know keep you around doing side missions and whatnot but i just wanted to lock in and focus on the game so i uh, didn't get sidetracked knocked it out still took my time still enjoyed it and it was about three sessions i think i had about an hour no it was more than that three or four sessions um, the first time i jumped on we played for a good maybe five six hours the majority of the time anyways but if you haven't checked it out go check it out you can pick it up used if you're going to buy it on disc i think it's about 14 dollars right now um and i think brand new is 20 bucks but you know you, you can save yourself some money and not pick it up uh brand new Unless you're a collector and that's your thing and then that's cool. Then you do you. Uh, so, oh, 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 don't die. So, yeah. So, 
dead airtime is not good, especially when you're podcasting. <laughs> um, one of the things that uh, I find interesting now is going back into my backlog and playing these games. And I'm currently playing a lot on my PlayStation 4 Pro uh, games that I have in my library. And the push is to play them, enjoy them, not just go through them just to go through them. Um, but also to, uh, for the reason that we're not too sure if the PlayStation five is going to be back compat. Now, I think eventually they will. I don't know how that's going to look like. And to be honest. Um, oh, I'm going to die. Oh my gosh, I'm going to die. Uh, I don't know how that's going to look like, guys. No one knows how that's going to look like. The message that PlayStation and Xbox are putting out there are two very different messages. I'm already uh, involved, invested in the uh, xbox ecosystem i have said it here before i'll say it again um i am i prefer the xbox platform that's just me from back in the days and so i am loving that xbox has the moving forward they've kind of put in place this back compat issue to where it's not an issue. Uh, you got your games in your library. You got them moving forward. And it wasn't like that in the past. Uh, trust me. Whenever a new system came out, a new generation came out, your games did not move forward with you. You were pretty much forced to having to quote unquote upgrade. And a lot of times was just buying that game. If they uh, redid it, remastered it, repurposed it. I don't know what the terminologies are that they use, but um, you would do so and you would pay for that game all over again. And so you can see how uh, Microsoft has gotten ahead of that and they have pretty much solved that issue and, and being very consumer friendly and I'm one of those customers and they have my loyalty because again I got my games moving forward with me my OG legacy Xbox games are going with me my 360 games are going with me my current uh, Xbox games are going with me and so I don't have to worry or think about you know uh, repurchasing these games and the plus on top of that is that the fidelity of these games is even going to be um, bumped up and stuff that we're talking about now guys as a console gamer uh, and this is just something that I kind of come to appreciate now especially after building my own pc is that on pc this has always been the case you know games are designed 
on the PC platform and then they're scaled up and scaled down. When a game is developed, guys, it is it is built for the least common denominator. So in a nutshell, producers out there, developers out there making games, they want as many people as possible playing their game because that's how they're going to make their money. Make sense? Of course it does. And so they understand that their game has to be built uh, starting with the lowest common denominator. That means that the game has to be able to run on a potato. <laughs> You'll hear that phrase being thrown around. Basically, you know, a, a, a low end, low powered computer, not all games, but the majority of games, because that developer wants their game to be out there and in as many hands as possible. And so that is what Xbox has been working on and doing to where they're bridging that gap and they've bridged that gap to where as a console player, if you're on their ecosystem and all they care about is you being on their ecosystem, it's not even about the hardware at this point, you know, it's about the software. And if you want to play your game on a potato, go ahead. If you want to play your game on an OG Xbox, you know, the, the one that came out this generation, go ahead. If you want to play it on a PC, feel free to do so. It's all about that, uh, that choice, that ability to do so as well. And that I can't see anything negative with that guys. I, I really can't. Um, it's pro consumer. It's really smart. It's forward thinking. Um, so with me, they have a lifer. I'm in there for life. And so I don't have an issue with being all digital on the Xbox ecosystem. And I am right now, right now I'm all digital, uh, something that I, I'll be honest, I scoffed at it in the beginning, the idea of all digital. But if you turn around guys and you realize, wait a minute, you know, we listen to our music and purchase our music on digital media, not everybody, but a lot of people. It's just, it just makes more sense. It's more compatible. It's more convenient. Really convenience is the number one reason I think why we're all digital, um, when it comes to our music. But as I was saying, guys, um, we do it for other media. We do it for our movies as well. And, um, you know, we don't even give it a second thought before our gaming <clears throat> somehow, you know, some of us, and I was one of those individuals, I was like, mm, you know, and, and I can see the value in buying physical media. And this is just a conversation I'm having with you guys. It, it's not to convince you one way or another. It's not to persuade you. It's just maybe hopefully helping you, helping me uh, think about these things a little bit more. 
because to be honest, um, I have that dilemma now with the Xbox, uh, not the Xbox, a PlayStation with Sony and the direction that it appears that they've taken as far as back compat. Now, mind you, they did back compat back with the PS3. And I used to own a PS3 and it was a hulking, bulking machine. It was expensive, <laughs> which is why I don't believe that the price of the uh, of these next chess consoles are going to be astronomical. I mean, the hardware in there justifies a high price, to be honest. However, a high price to console gamers. Yeah, they ain't ready for it. You know, it's not like PC. PC understands that if, you know, you want certain specs, you want to, you know, run uh, a certain resolution and frame rate and all that other stuff that involves with that, it's more customizable. And therefore, uh, you know, the investment is, is much more or much more or less, <laughs> depending again on what you want to focus on and how you want to build. But when you're getting a box, a closed system, a system that you're not going to be able to upgrade and customize, uh, like a PC, um, you know, you got to take that into consideration anyways, not to get off the subject, but you have a, a system and you have this, uh, the reality that, oh, wow, I just died. <laughs> and you have the reality that, you know, with the Xbox, they're back compat. They've already said is back compat and moving forward. As a matter of fact, they have the smart delivery, uh, that they have been speaking about. And I hope they speak more about it, but basically I buy a game now on my current Xbox, the Xbox one X. And when I do pick up my series X, the game that I have any patches, uh, any upgrades to it, I will get them pushed forward or delivered, uh, to my Xbox series X and I will get the best. Uh, of that title on that system. That makes a lot of sense to me. A lot of sense. At least that's what's going to be, or that's the story with, um, with first party. Uh, don't know if third party are going to fall in line with that. They have the option. Um, I know that. You know, uh, Xbox has has made it clear that their first party is going to honor, you might say, that first, uh, that smart delivery. But with third party, it's a wait and see. And this is where we as gamers, um, some education, you know, some awareness, I should say, uh, on our part, because PC gamers, from what I understand, wouldn't put up with it. Uh, wouldn't put up with a game receiving a patch that is going to increase the frame rates, the resolution, the performance, 
they wouldn't pay a nickel more because they already own the game. It's just like for them, it's an automatic. And because the community pushes back and doesn't allow themselves to be exploited, <laughs> could be the word. I, I will use that word. Um, they're not paying for content that they already own. Whereas on a console, on a closed system, as we were saying before, you know, it's always been the quote unquote norm. Uh, and, and we just go ahead and pay X amount more dollars. Well, Microsoft has put this in place so that developers, if they want to be consumer friendly, third party developers, they can take advantage of this and, you know, give us our upgrades, um, patches without having to buy another copy of the same game, but on another platform, because you don't want to just give us those patches for free. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, it's like when, um, PlayStation and uh, The Last of Us. I bought The Last of Us on the PS3. I never played it. Um, and then when the PS4 came out, they came out with The Last of Us on the PS4. And I bought it for the PS4. It's the same game, but it was quote unquote, you know, remastered for the PS4. Well, not with smart delivery with smart delivery. And again, a uh, naughty dog and the last of us being a, a, you know, a PlayStation, I believe they're a PlayStation first party, uh, developer. I believe so. I'm not sure if that's so or not. If they have smart delivery, they would just pass that patch with all the bumped up graphics and all that other good stuff onto you onto me. And, um, we wouldn't pay another dime. Uh, we would just get the benefits. See what I'm saying? That's, that's where I'm coming from with that. So I'm definitely gonna put on this armor. So, yeah. So th that's what we're looking at. And that's what I'm trying to explain here. And I wish, or I hope that you guys understand that, but. That's all to say this. This is the the main topic of the podcast today. And again, if you're still with me here, if you're enjoying this content, hit us up with a like, subscribe. Uh, I'm so glad and thankful for the 200 and almost 30 people over on YouTube and the 300 plus on Mixer who have hit that follow button, who have hit the like button, who have left comments. I appreciate you guys. Uh, but we're just having chat here. Um, where was I with this? <laughs> Lost my train of thought. What happens when you're getting, when I get old. Um, so we're hoping that, you know, that's the conversation here. The back compat issue is an issue. And Sony put it out first on their platform. And, you know, it didn't quite catch on 
Uh, and then when Xbox decided they were going to do something, um, I remember people laughing, <laughs> laughing at Xbox and saying, ah, who wants back compat? Who wants that? No one wants that. Here we are 2020, uh, in the year where the PlayStation five and the series X are going to drop and you have one. Who has the back compat ready to go? I mean, older games are gonna be bumped up in resolution. Uh, it's gonna be amazing. If you guys haven't seen the videos out there for Minecraft with ray tracing uh, and some of these OG Xbox games, and I mean, it's it's like playing a totally different game uh, just because it looks better, it runs better, higher frame rates, uh, resolution. It's just all around a good thing um but uh <laughs> but you know that's xbox and then you have playstation and i have nothing but love for playstation okay just uh finished the last of us the first one that game has still stuck with me i know it took me longer than most all of you who are listening to me but what a great game I don't know about the second one now, and from what I'm hearing, I don't think I'm going to touch it with a 10-foot pole, but that's just me, okay? Don't let me persuade you in any way which form. Uh, and I, like I said, I finished Ratchet and Clank, and I started this morning Horizon Zero Dawn. Amazing games, amazing titles. Um, but Sony, PlayStation, they have not done anything uh, you know, to convince me now, mind you, I'm saying all of this and somewhere in the recess of my mind, I'm saying to myself, I'm going to, I'm going to wind up getting the all digital anyways. Um, and the reason for that is because convenience, it's really what it is. It's convenience. And I've already experienced it here, guys, with the Xbox. What are the pros? What are the cons? Let's start with the pros. I already said it. One, convenience. Number two, um, it's an out of sight, out of mind thing. You know, the accessibility, like right now, during this time of coronavirus, where people have been shut in, I can just... Pick up my controller, go to a digital store. It's never uh, out of stock. It's in stock all the time because it's there. And so I get my games. They're there, readily available when I want. I don't have to go to a midnight launch. And again, I'm not saying anything bad about midnight launches. I went to a, a bunch of them uh, over at my local GameStop and uh, enjoyed doing that enjoy being you might say amongst other gamers and just excited about games and picking up your game at midnight and then running home and having to you know pop it in your system and then waiting a good long time for the game to you know load into your system and then you know the patches and the updates and all that other stuff but you see, with it being all digital, I don't have to think about all that. 
you know, my game is there, it's preloaded. And the moment that uh the game launches or drops, I have it. Right? And so do you. And so, you know, that's another plus, another benefit, and this benefits more the uh the developer is that they don't have any overhead. And you don't have a disc that you have to worry about as far as like, oh, you know, if I don't have the disc, I can't run the game. Um, you know, you're not thinking about that. You're not worried about that because, you know, you have what you need and it's there and it's accessible uh, and it's either saved in the cloud or, you know, in your hard drive. And, you know, and that's one of the challenges, and I don't think that they've got that figured out yet. Um, but it's coming. The, you know, don't lose faith. That games are going to be, you know, somehow, someway stored up in the cloud somewhere. But I just think that it's the natural progression for things, to be honest. Just like our uh, media for our music has gone that route the same way for our movies uh our shows you know we are on netflix hulu whatever uh platform it is that you're on that's where you're consuming and and the way you are consuming your media right now so it's not anything new and i think it's the natural progression for games there's still going to be people that are going to go the route until the last moment um, where digital media is not going to be, well, it's going to be the only option you have. I liken it to the time when uh, I remember living in New York and in the subway systems, they used to have, uh, you used to be able to pay with tokens. Uh, you were able to, you know, buy your fare and pay with tokens. It was a time that you could pay with, you know, cash coins or dollars. Um, and then they slowly phased that out until it got to the point where it was no longer an option and you had to buy what is called a Metro card, a piece of plastic and that piece of plastic. You know, you would recharge that card by sticking it in a machine and reloading it and kind of like a prepaid visa or something. And, uh, yeah. And no one thought, you know, to say anything about that because they got phased out to the point where, again, people just didn't have the option anymore. It was just something that was made standard. Um, and I think, again, it's going to be that way, whether we like it or not with games. Um, it might not happen sooner than later, but um, it'll happen eventually. So I think those are the pros I can I can think of right off the top of my head. You know, the convenience, the accessibility, uh, no overhead. You don't have to worry about maintaining a disc. Um, it's there, you have it. Now, the, the cons with it is that, you know, your games are locked to your account. 
and you have to have a subscription and you have to pay for that subscription if you're on console. So as long as your account is active, you're good. You have access to your um, games and that's no different than Netflix. You know, your account is open. It's there. If you don't have an open account, you don't have access, right? I mean, that just, that just makes sense. I think, um, but yeah, but that could be something, you know, when you think about it, that could be something worrisome again, here's where I think that in my experience, again, Xbox is ahead of the game because, uh, I believe it was a year ago. We on Xbox platform, we were able to convert our, uh, our game pass and, you know, and this is whether or not you agree we should pay or not. I mean, there's arguments that, you know, for and against, uh, getting rid of Xbox live. I would love to get rid of Xbox live. You know, you're paying 60 bucks, but now, you know, it's wrapped up under the, uh, game pass ultimate, which I think is the best video game value out there hands down. Um, I don't think you can get better than that, but anyways, it is the reality of having that subscription and you paying whatever it is that you're going to pay and you have access to your games. You don't pay, you don't have access to your game. So, you know, having digital media, yeah, you know, is, is a plus in, in that sense, uh, not digital media. I'm sorry. I meant to say physical media is a plus in that sense because you have the actual game, but the reality is, is that these games are attached to, or in order for you to play, um, you have to be logged in to a lot of these games. You have to be logged in, meaning you have to have internet access and you have to be online. Um, and you know, that's the reality, uh, unless your game again, specifically you can play offline. Um, it's just a reality. So another, uh, how can I say another plus for having a physical media is you have something tangible, something that you can trade, something that you can sell forward. Can't do that with the digital media. Now I wouldn't be surprised and I would love to see some sort of, uh, trade in slash buyback um option program uh, for digital that would be great you know you buy a game maybe for you know full price $60 and depending on you know the popularity of the game or how uh, i don't know not maybe not even the popularity of the game Maybe it's just like one of those programs, because again, if you buy digital, there's no overhead, uh, the producer developer, they're not losing any money. Um, so, you know, you probably buy a game 
for 60 bucks and you turn around and can trade it back in let's say for 20 bucks i don't know i'm just putting something out there or maybe you know like uh xbox this is what i love about xbox and you know i don't want to sound like a fanboy but it's just that they're just so consumer friendly okay um they have something that's called microsoft reward points and when you have the opportunity to you know score points or accumulate points on purchases whether that's game purchases uh videos through their store um quests uh getting certain achievements um you get points you get microsoft points if you use bing uh their search engine that's just another thing that incentivize you to accumulate these points i've accumulated points to the point where i've been able to push out and extend my uh subscription my xbox uh game pass ultimate subscription where it gives me access to my console gaming game pass uh and also on my pc i haven't paid for game pass ultimate and i won't need to pay until march 2022 <laughs> so what do you think i'm doing right now as far as accumulating these points um even now i accumulate them now and every time that there's an offer or sale you know kind of like a special to uh you know to purchase three months for a certain amount of points i go ahead and do that and keep extending my subscription and i think that that's just that's fantastic i don't see anything negative with that guys i, I don't know you help me here if you if you are opposite opinion if, if if you think that that's not something again that's consumer friendly that makes sense if you're not aware of it i hope that now you are and um and you take advantage of it if you're on the xbox ecosystem playstation that i'm aware of doesn't have something like that and so you know it's another cause for concern for me because if i go all digital on the playstation if you go all digital on the playstation or you go all digital on any platform guys you are committing yourself to that platform your content is going to be there and if you have access to your content only through a subscription that's your reality right there you know, Xbox gives me the um, the opportunity to, uh, you know, to turn around here and, you know, get rewarded for, you know, again, purchasing on their ecosystem. I get these points. I convert these points uh, either to digital currency so i can buy other games or put it towards my uh, my subscription but it's there it's there for me i don't have that and i don't think i don't know of anything available on playstation that gives me that option
at this at this time at the time that we're recording this <laughs> um hopefully that changes in the future i hope so i would i would hope so i hope so i hope so i hope so um will it i don't know i think that playstation eventually is going to because that's where the money's at remember these are these are businesses these are corporations that need to have to make money they're not here for you and for me however how they go about doing business is going to determine at least for me as an informed consumer um i want more bang for the buck hey if you have something to offer me that your competitor doesn't and it's more appealing and it benefits me who do you think i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with you all day every day that's just the reality of things guys and that's that's what we should be thinking about um and and we should if we have any ideas or expectations we should communicate these things on forums i mean come on we have the means to do it we do we have social media we can voice these things um we can post on blog posts uh and they read this stuff trust me they want to know if people are happy or not and you know a happy consumer is a consumer who's going to return time and time and time again right and they want to keep your business they want to keep my business so playstation you know the only thing that's making it well a couple of things is making it really appealing for me to get the digital uh playstation is the fact that you know oh oh my batteries died ah, i got chopped up because my battery died wow that's my bad put me in the midst oh i'm gonna die i can't even pause it that's messed up give me one second guys while i switch out my batteries that's messed up i should have checked my batteries before starting the game that's okay I got one more chance. All my lives there. Anyways, sorry about all the noise and, you know, I had to throw the batteries. I wasn't even trying to rush or anything because. But, um, what was I saying? Yeah, the thing that's appealing for me for the PlayStation all digital is, well, I've already experienced with Xbox. Uh what it means to be all digital i already told you the reasons why i am more than happy more than comfortable to be all digital on the xbox platform but for playstation i hope that they get this back compat fixed because right now i got games that i want to play and i would love to play 
and continue playing on the PlayStation 5, you know, I would love to take these discs that I own on the PlayStation and pop them into my, you know, next gen console. Uh, but that doesn't look like it's going to happen. But it's appealing to me to go all digital with them because, you know, the price, the price of the console. And I think that they are intentionally, and I think that that was probably their first intent to make an all digital box and one with a hard drive and quote unquote, give the option to the gamer, but they want you to go all digital. Trust me for all the reasons that I've stated. If you think about it, they win. They make more money off of all digital because they will keep you as a customer for life. That's the bottom line. It's what it's what these phone companies do. Uh, Apple, Samsung, you know, they put you on a program with your uh, individual carriers or whatever. Um, and they say, hey, when the new iPhone comes out or the new Samsung comes out, you get a quote unquote free upgrade. You know, you just no questions asked because you're part of the family. Well, <laughs> it's not free, but you've already subscribed, you know, to to that ecosystem, right? And because you subscribe to that ecosystem, that is the perk. That is, you know, the quote unquote benefit. You have access to that. But it benefits them because that means if you ever change your mind and you want to go to the competitor, well, you got to leave everything behind because it's not compatible. You see, that's the importance of back compat. That's the importance of what Xbox is doing across generations. You might not care for it now. You might think, ah, that's just, you know, dumb, whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. It's forward thinking. It's consumer friendly. And it is something that has been experienced by um, PC players for the longest time, guys. You know, right now, I've said it before. I have a gaming PC. All I need to do, and I just did this not too long ago. My CPU was bottlenecking. In other words, it was not allowing or maximizing the use of my GPU, my, my graphic, my graphics, uh, processing unit. <laughs> okay. And I was able to go out after finding out, okay, what's going to run better with my current, you know, graphics card say oh okay i need to get this cpu so i went out bought that cpu swapped the one i had in there no more bottleneck bumped up my gaming bumped up you know my resolution my frame rates everything everything is buttery smooth my streaming you know i was having times where my system was crashing and it was because, you know, I was overloading it. I didn't know that the hardware I had in there was not compatible. 
I was able to immediately just go out, resolve the issue by swapping something out. Can't do that with these consoles, you know? And that's why Microsoft is genius when it comes to this because they are bridging this gap between PC and console gaming. And they don't want, you know, console gamers to become PC players and PC players to become console players. No, they just want to be able to offer all these things that I'm talking about across all their platforms. Because remember, at the end of the day, what makes money makes sense, right? I just threw that the opposite way. <laughs> if you're watching on stream, guys, if you're still tuned in, appreciate you being here. I am end time. This is DFG podcast. Um, it's just laid back like this all the time. Usually I'm flying with my co-host, uh, but he'll probably be around tomorrow. Anyways. So that's what Xbox is doing, guys. I hopefully I'm giving you or I've given you something to think about um, because with all this fanboys and console wars and it ain't nothing new. Trust me, guys, it's it's not anything new. This fanboy stuff is not new at all. It's been around with Sega, Nintendo. It's just it's been around. It's been around for quite a long time and there's going to be people that are going to continue the feud and whatnot listen at the end of the day we're gamers and we have to think what is going to be the best value and in my best interest companies developers they have a right to make money they gotta eat and I want to play my games. So let's agree to make this the best possible situation, best possible scenario for all of us. Why not? Why do the developers and, you know, and I can name some developers that are just are not consumer friendly. You probably can, too, if you're a gamer. But you know what? You have to speak with your wallet. And so these are decisions that you have to think long and hard about if you're going to commit to an all digital platform, you have to think about, okay, this is the reality of this medium. And, um, am I cool with that? Am I, am I good with going all digital and, uh, you know, and being locked into this ecosystem? If you can say yes, you're cool with that, then go ahead. Do you move forward with it. Don't look back. Enjoy. I'm telling you, it has all the perks, but nothing is 100%. Nothing is going to be, you know, 100% where you're going to be completely 100% satisfied, but you can get close. You can get real close. And again, do what suits you. Inform yourself. Educate yourself. Don't get caught up in the fanfare and the excitement and all this other stuff. Um, think, think about these things, just like, you know, you would think about other more important things, you know, like where are you going to live and, 
you know, ultimately where you're going to go to school and all these life changing events in your life. Um, that's more important, <laughs> way more important. Uh, but be informed, stay open minded. And guys, I think I'm going to leave it here. I'm not going to continue dragging on this conversation. I've spoken my piece again. I'm end time. That's X E N D X E I M E X. Thank you again, guys, for uh, tuning in, whether that's here at DFG podcast, look us up on Spotify, um, uh, Apple podcast, pocket cast, uh, wherever you listen to, uh, your podcast, we're probably there. Look us up DFG podcast. And again, you can go straight to anchor.fm and look us up there. Obviously here on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash drama free gaming. Hit us up with a subscribe. Keep the channel growing. I'm excited. I want to see this channel grow. Uh, and I want it to be of blessing to you somewhere where you can come and enjoy yourself. Just maybe, you know, pass the time, maybe while you're driving, uh, going to and fro or just chilling uh, in the comfort of your home, wherever that may be, however that may look. And of course, over on Mixer. And uh, I love Mixer. Love the community there. Love what xbox is doing i don't care about the criticism that mixer shouldn't exist and all this other stuff hey it's there it's a platform use it uh benefit from it enjoy it for what it is okay it's just another place that we can uh share our gaming and share our voice be good to one another do good to one another and as always keep your gaming and your life drama free. And over on the uh, mixer side, hi back at you, Twe We Evil nine four six six eight. Appreciate you. We're signing off now. Catch you on the next one. Be good, guys. Take care.